You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Might be one of those uh, shows where people are uh, here in the background and going, what in the world is he doing today while he's supposed to be recording the show? But uh, we're recording on Super Bowl Sunday. A little busy today for me, but we uh, we can squeeze in some Bama talk here. You know, it's so funny. You were either in a noise deprivation chamber or a flatulence convention. I mean, you, you, you're, you're never you're never just at a regular place. But today will be the flatulence convention. Uh, Jimmy, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I will tell everybody about Built Bar in just a bit. Uh, for right now, um, first of all, Jimmy, one of my New Year's resolutions was to be more positive. Um, therefore, that's why I didn't do a live podcast after the uh, Missouri game, or or at the halftime of the Missouri game, I should say. Um, because we were stinking it up like we were at a flatulence convention. Uh, it was, frankly, uh, low effort, low energy, um, very worrisome. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to tell you something, Jimmy. And and this is maybe people who are not Bama fans listening to this will say this is just the Bama homer in me. But I'm going to tell you something. I was really, really impressed with the last four minutes. They didn't quit. We had a very great chance to win that game. Um, could have been a foul called on Herb Jones, but it wasn't. So you got to deal with it. Um, uh, and I want to talk about the plays for Herb Jones in a minute. But I got to congratulate the team for playing their asses off in those last four minutes. Yeah, uh, I, I'm walking away with mostly positives, even the loss. And I'll explain why. I, I know that sounds crazy on the surface, but I just have – first of all, we were never going to go undefeated. I mean, we were not the greatest college basketball team of all time. We, we weren't going to go, you know, and never lose again. I mean, obviously, we were going to lose at some point to someone. But I happen to think that losing is the best way to get refocused and re-energized and, and, and kind of hitting a reset button. I, I wasn't saying I was rooting against us down the stretch. No, it was quite the opposite. I was screaming and hollering for us to, to make those baskets and win the game. Of course I was. But after the uh, – after the loss, after the, the the sadness and madness of the loss uh, dissipated, I realized, you know what? If we'd have won that game, the message that would have been sent to the team was, no matter how shitty you play, no matter how long it takes to find a rhythm, no matter how low effort we put into things for stretches, we're going to find a way to win. Even when we're down 22 with 13 minutes left, this team will win no matter what. And I, I don't think that's a great message for this team, even subliminally. So uh, I'm making lemonade of the lemons and saying uh, maybe maybe we're better off with, with that loss. I, I think it's easier to get the team's attention. We didn't play well in the games leading up to this. It wasn't fixed. I can't help but wonder if it might get fixed now. I think that's a great point, and somehow, some way, you out-homered me. I can't believe it, but uh, <laughs> you did it, and and I appreciate it because I'm going to tell you something. It's uh, it's a homerism, and it's also a very uh, astute point. I mean, it, it, it's true. I, look, 
in basketball, you can lose, you can use a loss a time or two. And especially this year, look, Baylor and Gonzaga are so head and shoulders above everybody. But after that, it, it truly is a crapshoot. I was listening to a national show saying, who in the hell's the the number three team in the country, in your opinion? And everybody's like, um, I don't know. Somehow Alabama lost two of their last three, and we move up in all the Ken Palm rankings. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Um, but that being said, I, I think that the the effort, um, we can take more from the effort. And I think you're right, even taking it a step further, that saying it, it's great because not only did we get the effort that we needed the last four or five minutes of the game – to make it a contest and have an opportunity, but we lost. So there's still the teaching moment, like you mentioned. And I, I feel like that's where Nate Oates can say, man, I appreciate what y'all did, but imagine if y'all had played that way a hundred percent of the game or 80% of the game, we blow them out. Instead, we ended up losing. And um, so it's okay. Now here's what we got to do, Jimmy. Um, I want to talk about the schedule going forward. I also want to talk about the, uh, the last two plays for Herb Jones, and do people think that we should have set, drawn up two plays for the guy? As as much as we all love Herb Jones, he's not a great shooter. He's not even a great finisher. He never has been. He uh, missed a, a pretty easy running layup uh, that would I think given us the lead, and then we draw up yep. two plays for you know. Well, the first running layup was the. The, one of the plays we drew up for him. And then the second one, I think he got fouled, but you can't expect that call. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm not going to bitch about the officials. I mean, I guess I could, but I'm not going to, because we could have we could have done better. And um, I, I wonder, Jimmy, before – the question I want to pose, and then I need to uh, tell everybody about betonline.ag. Um, the question I, I want to ask is, do we need to drop the plays for Herb Jones? And – we will talk about that on the other side of this, but first of all, I want to tell everybody about betonline.ag. Uh, if you bet on Missouri, you won yesterday because they were the underdog at home. Um, betonline.ag is the place to go uh, for all things betting. We love them here at Locked On, the Locked On family of networks, and um, it, it's where you need to go. Use the promo code Locked On. You will get that twenty percent bonus or excuse me, 50% bonus. I just upped your bonus 30% right here as I'm talking. Uh, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, NHL, they're all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards and TV shows and reality TV, real-time updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, and you get that 50% bonus. Head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. All right, Jimmy, so let's go back to that question about Herb Jones. Would you have drawn it up for him? Uh, no, no. Uh, Herb is not our one of our most gifted players at delivering the ball into the basket, uh, regardless of whether it's a layup or a jump shot or whatever. Herb's not a gifted scorer. He is the heart and soul of the team. So I'm a little conflicted. My answer is no, but I will say this. Uh, Herb can miss a layup to lose the game every day for the rest of the season, and I'm never going to be mad at him. 
because I'll always love Herb Jones. Uh, so for that reason, I'm not upset about it at all. Uh, second, uh, he is the heart and soul of the team, and I sort of trust him. I have a lot of confidence in him. That doesn't mean that I believe he's a gifted offensive player. I just said he was, and I know that he's not. But I, I love I love the concept that the team might live and die with Herb because I'm so comfortable with that. <laughs> like, like, well, let's put it in Herb's hands, and if he makes it, he's a hero. If he doesn't, we're going to love him anyway. I mean, yeah. so – so that, you know, I, I'm not mad, and nor do I think it's dumb. But would I do it? No. No. Um, i tell you who I trust, even though inconsistency might be his middle name. But uh, I sort of like Petty at the end because I, I think he's ice cold. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Petty wants it, and I think, I, I, I think Petty could be 0 for 9 from 3 and then hit a game winner. I think he can, so – so I, I I probably lean towards Petty, but we, we had basically three possessions to win the game, and, and twice yeah. Herb put up the shot and once Shaq did, and Shaq was just extremely well defended by one of the better players in the league, and, and that, that Drew Drew guy, Kobe Drew or Kobe, whatever his name is. I, I, I don't know what Kobe his name Brown? is, but he's a damn good player. Kobe Brown, yeah. Uh, and he's from Alabama, you know. Yeah, yeah, real good player. Uh and, uh, you know, I think one of the more solid players in the league, and he'd actually be, I think, pretty good in our system. But uh, but that that's another podcast for another day. But, uh, no, I'm, 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 cool. I'm, I'm cool with, with the game. I, I mean, yeah, we play like crap. Yeah, we were getting blown out. Yeah, we deserve to lose. But I love the comeback. I love that we didn't roll over and play dead uh, for the entirety of the 40 minutes. Uh Herb was fouled. We sort of got jobbed at the end. But like you said, Luke, which is so right, it's a perfect example of why blaming the refs is so dumb. Yeah, I think they missed the call. I think Herb was fouled. I think if that game was a Coleman, maybe it's called the other way. Certainly with a, you know, full attendance, it's called the other way uh, if it's a Coleman. But did we lose that game because of officiating? Oh, hell no. We, we richly deserved that loss based on the way we played the first 30 minutes of the game. So Alabama deserved that loss. Did the ref miss the call? Yeah, refs miss calls and players miss shots. That's how it works. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Now, I would go back and say I understand your point on John Petty, and my initial thought was why are we drawing it up for Herb? I frankly would have drawn it up for Jaden Shackelford initially, even though he is not – uh, he's the leading scorer now, but he's not uh, He's not played up to par this year, in my opinion. He hadn't improved the way I wanted him to improve. Still would have chosen him because, number one, he's a better free-throw shooter. And, number two, he has a very Euro-step-ish type of move to the basket. He, he walks That's quite a bit. He, 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 disguises can, uh, his, he disguises his travel quite well. Correct. Uh, but, you know, then I had the thought, you know who I really would have given the last shot to? And that's Keon Ellis. Keon Ellis was one of the reasons we came back, um, yes. maybe the reason we came back. And he made a super steal. Uh, I thought he was fouled on his drive to the basket that he made, and I thought if he had, if they had called the foul there, we tied up on a free throw. Keon Ellis is also a pretty decent free throw shooter. I would have drawn it up for him and said, hey, man, here's your time to make your mark because yeah. I would have given somebody else a shot, not because I don't love Herb Jones. We have uh, said over and over we have a profuse love for all things Herb Jones, he is an Alabama basketball legend forever and ever and ever. That's not the point. 
The point is you need to put yourself in the best position to win. And that's what I would have done. But that being said, again, looking at this from the brighter side of things, um, I think it's okay that we lost this game. We still have a three-game lead. Um, I know that uh, technically they have two uh, two more losses than us, but we have a what a uh, they've played two fewer games or some shit like right. that. How the math works out? It's some kind of baseball weirdo shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have a three game lead, and here's the thing, Jimmy. Coming up, here's where Alabama's got to make hay, and this is why I'm so happy about the comeback, even though it fell short. Now we got at South Kakalaki on on a Tuesday at a 5.30 game. It's a weird time. South Carolina is a tough place to play, but they just lost at home to Mississippi State, and they are beginning to show a lot of signs of being very, very tired. I know they beat Florida on the road the other day, but I'm, I'm chalking that up as a complete anomaly. Um, then we welcome Georgia at home. Georgia is definitely playing better. That is a game we must win. And then we travel to A&M, have Vandy at home, at Arkansas, I, I think these next four – The next four, you yeah. know, are They're must-wins. You win those and the conference is over. The it deal is. is done. So, um, because Missouri's going to lose another game there. They're too chuckling eyed. Missouri can play with anybody, but they can get beat by anybody. I mean, that, as evidenced by the fact that they got blown out at home by Tennessee and blow out Tennessee on the road. So, um, I, th- I think that all we have to do is, is take care of the games. We need to take care of these next four – and we that's why this loss may be a positive. It may have shaken them awake, and that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, nothing else what we got. You did made great points about the schedule. Uh, the schedule was really tough for for a while. And and, and, and look, really all games are tough because everybody in the SEC is pretty good. Like I say, even the bad teams are pretty good. Uh, you got to play well to win any of these games. But in terms of if you want to stack up who the best teams in the league are, who's in the middle and who's at the bottom, these next four games is the opportunity to end this because we're playing four teams. We should, we are better than these next four teams. We're probably better than everyone, but we're definitely better than these next four teams we're playing. So let's end this. Let's start playing well and we can end this thing and we win a really cool trophy. And what I, what my mantra is going to be, and I'm going to be loud about this on Twitter uh, is, look, winning the SEC is not something we've done a lot of. Yes, we're the second, historically the second best program in the SEC behind Kentucky, but we haven't won a lot of SEC championships, so it's a big deal. Let's not make the whole deal about what happens in the postseason. Let's celebrate a trophy because adding a trophy of that magnitude to our trophy case, it's a big deal. Let's not let football jade us in the other sports it's it's a big deal to win the southeastern conference in basketball exactly uh jimmy let me tell everybody about built bar builtbar.com is where you want to go use the promo code locked on you'll get 20 percent off that first order it won't be your last order that's what i can promise you built bar is delicious we're excited because uh we just got an email that we're going to be getting in some new flavors we're going to be getting in uh, some new samples. I can't wait. I'm hoping that they're there when I get to the office tomorrow. Uh, and and they're going to be delicious, I know, because everything Built Bar is delicious. I've, I've tried a lot of their products. They've sent us a lot of samples. All of them are incredibly good. Been trying to lose some weight. Broken my diet this weekend because, you know, it's Super Bowl weekend. I got to do my thing. But uh, Built Bar is what I have for the most t- 
most part to maintain or lose weight. Absolutely delicious, covered in chocolate. Right now, 18 flavors. But my understanding is we're about to get a boatload of new flavors, and I can't wait to see what they've come up with. This is going to be delicious. There's no doubt about it. Go to BuiltBar.com. Trust me on this. Use that promo code locked on. You'll get 20% off that order. And I can almost assure you, you could go to betonline.ag and bet on the fact that you will send me a tweet saying, thank you for turning me on to Built Bar, Luke. You're a fantastic human being. And I'll say, hey, I knew it all along. Thank Built Bar. Jimmy, a um, couple of little odd and end things here now. First of all, let's. Uh, we, we hope, we hope, by the way, we're going to have a new intern. We oh, think we're going to have yeah. an intern. I've been, I've been so hoping you were going to bring this up. Uh, this could happen, right? I, I talked to him. Is guy Wyatt Fulton? Um, why? Why at the intern? Why at the intern? And I don't know how. With, right? I have no idea how we're going to incorporate him in this thing, but I want to incorporate him because, um, as I told him on the phone, he he actually reached out to us. By the way, Wyatt, I hope you're listening. Uh, you're a great American. We appreciate you. Uh, we're going to figure out how to make this work. Um. But what I want to be able to do, I want Wyatt to be able to incorporate some sound effects or some snippets or, you know, edit better than I've been able to edit Um, because I can edit moderately. Jimmy is completely useless. It is like putting a dead zebra in front of a keyboard when I get Jimmy to try and edit anything. Um, I, I Seriously, folks, I kid you not, Jimmy is brilliant on a lot of levels. None of them are useless, useful, but he's brilliant on a lot of levels. That's when it comes true. to technology, he's the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty bad. Now, Wyatt is in, wants to be in sports broadcasting. Um, we're going to try and help him out. I told him uh, very clearly, we cannot pay you. <laughs> we cannot. <laughs> we, if we yep. paid you, you would get more than us immediately. <laughs> <laughs> true so true now what Wyatt can do hopefully is edit some of this make it sound a little better maybe teach me how to do some things so when he moves on to be on sports center uh and we are still stuck here at, at the ages of 65 and 67 doing Alabama podcasts um <laughs> he can say I got my start on locked on Bama and uh, we would appreciate that, Wyatt. So we are predicting great things for you, Wyatt. We are predicting that they start here at the Locked On Network. And as Jimmy has apparently walked into Gale Force Winds, or he's got his phone in his pocket, I don't know. Are you is the Flatulence Convention? I'm at a Flatulence Convention, and it is windy as any of this one guessed. <laughs> it's windy right. at a Flatulence Convention. I think uh, I think we would have known. No, I'm stepping inside the, uh, the wondrous uh, law offices now. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday, and I got to work. This is what happens when you uh, have four jobs. Hopefully, okay. why? Hopefully, why at the intern also knows how to uh, draft and file legal pleadings. Good, good point, man. We could really put him to work. You know, why? I got a bunch of ideas for him. Why do you clean houses? Um, <laughs> I also won't pay for that, but uh, it's a good start. You know. Uh, we'll help you. We'll help you get on your feet, buddy. <laughs> Why the intern? No, I'm. I, I've got all sorts of ideas, and uh, and, and this is going to be fantastic. Okay, I'm going to need you to run these ideas by me before we put them on the air. I have to run them by several lawyers first. Just uh, now, Jimmy. 
Having said all that, we are taping this early Sunday morning. Well, not early Sunday morning. What the hell time is it? It's noon. It's about lunchtime. So, um, yeah. So um, we can officially predict the Super Bowl, and um, let's do that. Yep. And, uh, and so here's the thing, folks. We're not cheating at all. Uh, I could take a screenshot of my Mac if you want to. It's 11.59 on Sunday, February 7th. And uh, let's just make a prediction on the Super Bowl. Who are you going for, and what do you think the final score will be? I'm rooting for the Buccaneers uh, because of O.J. Howard. I mean, literally, that's the reason. I'm I'm rooting for the Buccaneers. I want O.J. Howard to have a Super Bowl ring. I know he can't play today. He's injured now for the year. But uh, I'm rooting for O.J. I hope the Buccaneers win, but I believe the Chiefs will. Uh, I think the Chiefs will win 31-24. to Ooh, good prediction. But I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I'm also rooting for the Buccaneers. Um, OJ Howard has a little to do with it, but the fact that he's not playing does take some of that away. I, I'm going to tell you why I'm rooting for him. I, I really, I don't really care. Let's all, let's put that out there. I, I really just want a good game. It's going to be damn near surreal with no fans there, no flashing lights, but I have a feeling that the NFL is going to come up with something pretty grandiose to, to help, uh, take the, uh, you know, the the shitty feeling of no fans in the stands. The NFL will do something because they're the best. Now, I'm rooting for the Buccaneers because you know why, Jimmy? I'm rooting for greatness. And I'm not a guy who wanted Michael Jordan to retire on top. I didn't want that. I wanted – well, if he retired on top, so be it. But I'm a guy who wanted to see Michael Jordan play basketball <laughs> as long as he could play basketball. I wanted to see Brett – like, why is Brett Favre – you know, going to the Jets or the Vikings or whatever. I'm like, let that some bitch go where he wants to. He's one of the best we've ever seen. Tosh.0 had a great bit about Brett Favre. He said, um, you know, everybody wants Brett. This is right when he was about, you know, on the verge of retiring or whatever. He said, people keep saying, Brett Favre, why don't you retire? Why don't you retire? He said, you know why? I wouldn't retire if I was a quarterback. First of all, how much did you say you're going to pay me? Oh, five million. Okay, I, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm going to be a backup, but you're going to pay me $2 million? Okay, I'm going to do that. Oh, you want me to hold the clipboard because I'm third string and you're going to pay me a million? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I would do that as long <laughs> as I could because you're getting free trips. You're getting, uh, you know, you're getting to go to, uh, you're basically getting sideline passes to a football game if you're a, a backup quarterback. So my point is that I don't want Tom Brady to retire. I know some people do. It's going to be the end of such an era when he retires. I thought the same thing yesterday. I'm not pulling for Coach K because he kind of pissed me off with all this Nate Oates stuff. And I think Coach K is a bit of a phony sometimes because of the way he, um, you know, it, 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 he's like, should we even be playing basketball? Yeah, you shouldn't be because your team sucks this year. Um, but uh, I also heard Coach K on Basketball and Beyond the other day interview Derrick Henry, and I thought that was kind of awesome. So I'm kind of back in his favor, or he's back in my favor. But uh, – that being said, see, I don't want Coach K to retire because why? I mean, Duke's not going to be the same. Basketball's not going to be the same without him. I don't I don't want Nick Saban to retire, not just because I'm an Alabama fan. You all know how much the sport's going to change without a Nick Saban in this sport? Without without greatness to chase? Everything changes. I mean, I don't I don't want Tom Brady to retire. He's the best there's ever been. And he went to Michigan and he beat us, and I don't give a shit. He he is the best. <laughs> So I want greatness to keep being great and keep going. So I'm going to say Buccaneers 38, Chiefs 35. I hope it turns out that way. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good rant. I'll also say uh, this: uh, of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, if you're, if you're like take take favorite out of anything, just as a fan of football, 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, 
which one is is the most fun to watch? The answer is Patrick Mahomes. So oh, there's no doubt. So I'm excited. I love this matchup of the the all time greatest to ever do it against the best 2021 model. You know what I mean? I mean like like here's the model. Here's the blueprint. Here here's the 2021 2021's best quarterback versus the best quarterback of all time. That's the way I look at it. So that's that's awesome. Now I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually really excited about it. Some Super Bowls, I, I'm kind of like, eh. But this Super Bowl, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, there's so many other sidebars. I mean, the Andy Reid son, you know, having a uh, an accident Yikes. here. Recently. I mean, that's a sidebar. The Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, uh, his speed is a sidebar. And, you know, everything is just. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how. If Gronk and Brady can pull this off again, will, will he ride off into the sunset? I doubt it. I think he's going to play a few more so. years. So, um, I, I, hope so. I, I fully expect Tom Brady to be back next year. I think he'll be the quarterback of the I, – I, I, I think he'll be the quarterback of the Buccaneers next year. I really do. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode, and uh, we'll be back soon. So, uh, roll tide. Roll tide.